Uh, this week's Parashat Parashat Vayechi, it starts off saying that uh, Rashi brings down that if you look in the Torah in Parashat Vayechi, so it goes directly from Parashat Vayigash. There's no break in between Vayigash and Vayechi. And Rashi says, why is Vayechi stuma? So he says, because Nistamu Enai Belibay Shal Yisrael Mitzaras HaShibud. And at that time, the Shibud started. And the Chassam Seifer asks, he says, that we find later on in Parashat Shemois, it says, only after the Shvatim passed away, only Vayom Yosef Cholachov, at that time was the Shibat. The Shibat doesn't seem to have started when Yaakov died. So he explains that at the end of Parshas Vayigash, it says, Vayeshev Yisrael Be'eretz Mitzrayim Be'eretz Goishan. So it's a little bit different because if you look at the, at the end of Parshas Vayigash, so it says, Vayeshev Be'eretz Goishan Be'eretz Goishan Be'eretz Mitzrayim. Whereas in Parshas Shemois, it says, Vayom Mas Yosef Cholachov Cholachov Darahu Vayeshev Paru Vayishu Tu Vayubu Vayatmu Vamoid Moid Vatimolei Ha'aretz Oisam. So he says the difference is because at that time when they came down to Mitzrayim, as long as it was the Vayechi Yaakov, as long as Yaakov was still alive, they were considered Be'eretz Goishan. They kept to themselves in Eretz Goishan. And even though they were in Mitzrayim, but they had an exclusive, they, they were under Yaakov's domain, so to speak, and they were exclusive in Eretz Goishan and they kept to themselves and they kept all, all the Hanhagas. Like Rashi said before, and when they came down, it says Shivim Nefesh. It uses a lotion of singular because they were all it was like there were one nefesh in there in Avedis Hashem. They were, all, they were all focused on Avedis Hashem. So he kept that level of Avedis Hashem up until Vayechi Yaakov, until Yaakov lived. Once Yaakov passed away, so there it says, Vatimole Ha'oretz Oisam, because by that point already, they were already mushba from the Sviva, and their, their focus on, on HaKadosh Baruch Hu only was already mixed in with the Hashba of the culture of Mitraim. And therefore he says that when, the, the, when, the, when we're not by ourselves anymore, when we, when we allow other outside influences to come in, and we're, we're influenced, at that point, the, the Goyim have a right to come in, and we're not moishal on ourselves, so then the Goyim have a right to come in and be moishal. So even though it's not recognizable, and even though the actual Shibur and the actual Avdis didn't start, but it was Nistamu Enehem, it was a start that once we let our, their culture come and, and filter into us, so at that point, they have a koyach over us, and they're able to go ahead and to be moishalos. And that's, and that's what it means. It was nistumu eneam. We, we didn't see it. But once we allowed the, their culture to come in, that's when it really started. And that's what you see throughout history, like the Mitziv says, that when the Yidin move into a certain country, the more they get in, integrated into the country, and the more they adapt the culture of the country, the more there is a, a, a backlash against Kali Yisrael. The more they get integrated, it doesn't work like that with other nations. He says, Tafka, by the Yidin, you find such a thing. So that's the idea. Even though the Abdus itself didn't start, says the Chassam Seifer, but there was the, the, the seeds, because of the fact that they were not in the same level and they didn't keep to themselves the same way, at that point, the Yayim had a Shlita, and they were able to, the seeds of the, of the Shibud was beginning to start. Then what happens, Yaakov comes, um, and he calls over Yosef, and he says, Yosef, and he says, Simna Yod So Yosef says, I'll do it. And Yaakov says, Swear to me, So Ramban points out, and he says, what Yaakov didn't trust Yosef, he needed to make him make a shvur. Yosef said he's going to do it. So why did Yaakov go ahead and have to make him make a shvur? He didn't trust Yosef. So the Ramban says, that he was nervous about Pari, because Pari will come to him and he'll say to him, listen, you don't, you, I don't want you to go, you can't take off, we need you here. Or even worse, he'll say, Yaakov did so much for Mitzrayim, he stopped the rub, maybe he should stay in Eretz Canaan and don't take him up. So Yosef will be able to say, what should I do? I made a shvua. I have no choice, I made a shvua. That's the Ramban's territory. But then the Ramban says, 
that even for Yosef, Yosef himself needed chizik because of the shvua. So it seems he starts off saying like there's no chashad that Yaakov was choshet, that, ya- that Yosef wouldn't do what the Yaakov Avinu wants. And then he gives his pshat, and then he comes back and he says, no, even Yosef needed, needed chizik. You see a very interesting point. You see that, when it, that a person shouldn't think if a person, let's say, has to do something. So he'll say, okay, I'm going to take care of it, and he means to take care of it. But if there comes a slight hitch, and he's able to get out of it and say, oh, I did what I could, what should I do? Power didn't let me. I, I, I wanted to do it, but power didn't let me. But when a person makes a shvua, and he's mechai of himself, and he put, and takes on himself the responsibility, and he says, I'm going to do it no matter what, he'll make sure to get it done. He'll make sure to find, and he'll make sure to get it done. And that's why it was necessary even for Yosef to have that shvua, to make that shvua, to make sure that he gets it done. The Malbum says a similar thing. The Malbum says that what Yosef said, Anoichi Yosef was saying that I don't want to do it because of the shvua. I'd rather do it because of the covet. If, if I do it without the shvua, I do it on my own, so then it's better covered. It's more of a covered for Yaakov. It's more covered. I'm doing it on my own. I don't, I'm not doing it because the shvua is mechai of me. So Faket, Yosef was saying he wanted to do Faket the other way. Anoichi said to the Recha. And on that, Yaakov told him, no, I have to, I'm, I'm going to make you swear. Your thing that you want to do it on your own, this that you want to do it, that is a making the shvur. But I won't make you swear. You know, I'm not going to make you swear. If I make you swear, then it'll be taka because of the shvur and it won't be because of the covet. I'm not going to make you swear. You're going to swear on your own. And by you swearing on your own, the fact that you went ahead and you made the shvur, that alone will be the rotsen. But, but the shvur we need. The sure to be mechayev and to make sure that you get it done. That a, a person that has a certain mechayev, that's something that's that's uh, it doesn't compare to anything else. Once this person makes the shvu and he's mechayev, so then it's a different level and it's a different level of commitment, and that's what you need. And we, I saw a, a story with the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim once was on Purim, and there was a bacher there that was cheppering him, that he wanted to be together with the Chavetz Chaim in Oilam Habal, and the Chavetz Chaim kept pushing him off and pushing him off, and. He was nudging him and nudging him. Eventually, the Chavetz Chaim looked at him seriously and he stopped him for a second and he said, if you'll be makabal, if you'll make a shvua, if you'll be makabal on yourself, that you're not going to speak Lashon Hara, you'll be able to win. And all of a sudden, he, the person got a little bit like, oh, one second, sobered up a little bit and he said, I don't know if I can make such a commitment. He started being wishy-washy and the Chavetz Chaim got very angry. He said, you had an opportunity to do something and you don't want to be mechaev yourself to do it, you don't want to take that responsibility. And he said, take the boy away, I don't want to talk to him anymore. In other words, to be mechaev yourself at that particular point, it's a hard thing to do. But once you make that shvur and you make that commitment, then a person is mechaev himself. The passage continues, and it says that, ya- the parasha continues, it said that Yaakov got sick, and Yosef brought Ephraim and Menashe, and Yaakov asked him, Mi'ela, who are these people? So Yosef said, Bonahim, right, Bonahim. So the Rashi learns that the pshat was that he, when, the, when he brought Ephraim and Menashe to Yaakov, so he saw that Rishoyim would come out of Ephraim and Menashe. So Yosef went ahead, he showed him a star Erisin, and he made a tefillah, and then it was Nochalav Ruach HaKodesh, and then he gave him the Baruch of Ayyavarchet. So the question is, what happened? What changed? I mean, he, the same Rishoyim that were going to come out of, of uh, Ephraim and Menashe, nothing changed. There was nothing that, that changed from that thing. So I, the Shemesh Shmuel says like this. He says later on, it says that Yaakov Avinu, when he gave the bracha to Shimon Valevi, he says, And Rashi learns that he didn't, Yaakov didn't want that his name should be mentioned together with the Machlekes of Kairach. And even though we know that Yaakov was Kairach's father, because it says it later on in Divrei Yomim, but to this Machlekes, he didn't want his name mentioned. 
So what does that mean he didn't want his name mentioned? We know that Yaakov was the father. What does it help not to mention his son? So he says that what Yaakov was trying to say is like this, that this machlekes that came from the Shvatim of Shimon, or came from Kairach, had nothing to do with his, like, we, like the Pesach says, it says, Shorish, Porish, Roish, Vilana. That sometimes there could be a seed planted in earlier ancestors that, only, that over time they keep on and they become part of the Metzias of that Shevet. So what Yaakov was saying is, this thing that this Machlekes uh, that came out has nothing to do with my Metzias. It's an Egen of Machlekes. So he didn't want his name to be mentioned. Later on in Divrei Ayomim, when they're, going through the, when they're going through the actual listing of the Kahuna, who the Kohanim are, so there, it's a regular ancestry, so we'll list Yaakov Avinu. But to be part of this Machlekes, that would be that the, this, the Machlekes stems from the Metzias of this, of Yaakov Avinu, comes from the Midah of Yaakov Avinu, so that he didn't want his name mentioned to show this point. So when, he came, when they came in front of him and he saw that these Rishayim would come out of Ephraim and Menashe. So he felt that it was a psal in the Shevet. There's something wrong with the Shevet. That's why they were able to produce such Rishayim, because it comes from the psal. So Yosef was able to pile ice with his tefillah. And he came and he said, this tefillah should be that these, that these Rishayim that come out, they have nothing to do with, it's nothing to do with us. It's not a psal in you, it's not a psal in the thing. It's the Eganazach that they decided, they had Bechir, and they chose this way. But it shouldn't be a psal in the whole thing. And that's what changed. And therefore he was able to give them a bracha from the thing. I saw from Rebbe Yashif, an interesting Shaila came before him, someone came to him. It happened the same ice of 15 years apart, and he gave the same, and he gave the same tshuva, that a person was involved with a certain shidduch, and the chassan's father was somebody that brought a be- to a bezin of Akois. He went to a bezin of Akois. So he wanted to know if he should break off the shidduch. So Rabbi Yashu said in both cases, it was a span of 15 years in between both cases with the same exact maisa, and he said, what does that have to do with the son? The father did it. It's his own thing. It's an egg and a zach. You don't want to shake, the, shake his hand by the, by the chassan. You don't have to shake his hand. But the impossible desire, because of it, and sometimes it's not a psal in the actual person. It's a not, you have to look and see if it's the psal in the actual person. Okay, maybe we'll... Uh, no? Go further? Okay. <laughs> the, the, the brachas of... of when you, so we know the story that Yaakov came and he switched the hands to Ephraim and Menashe, Sikal, Yodov. And the, the Mepharshim asked that we know that Yosef himself, Dover Shetzir, Yosef, part of the problem was that Yaakov favored one son over the other. So how could Yaakov come along and give, show that he's showing favoritism to Ephraim over Menashe, Sikal, Yodov? Where does it come from? So the Malbum, in the, when he learned up to these psukim, it's a, it's a fascinating pshat. It might take a little bit uh, longer to get the uh, aside, but, but it's a fascinating pshat. It says that when Yaakov started giving the bracha, it says, Holakim asher Avram Hashem, who my fathers walked in front of him. And then he says again, Holakim haroya oisi. Hashem, who is my shepherd. And the Medrash says that there's two, it brings two comparisons. There's one comparison of a tzoyin, someone who's roya tzoyin. Someone who's a roya tzoyin, so the sheep, He's controlling everything. Everything works on autopilot, and the Roy Tsarin has to make sure that the sheep are where they're supposed to be. Then there's another Mandomer, another Mandomer says it's comparable to a Nasi. A Nasi has his entourage going in front of him, he has this Canaan going in front of him. There, what makes the Nasi a person? What makes him a Mandomer? What makes him a Mandomer is the people going in front of him. These people, they're going in front of him. Says the Malbum, it's not really a Machlekes. It's really two, two ways that a Baruch Hu runs the world. There's one way which is a Maisa Teva, 
you know, Hashem set up the, the, the way it's supposed to be, the way it's supposed to run, and everything goes sort of through those channels, through those pipelines. But then there's another way where the, the tzaddikim have a koyach through their maizim to poil ois, what, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu should do. So the two mahalchim are a tzoyin, one is comparable to a tzoyin, where the tzoyin, the Medrash says, there it's the maile is the roya. The roya, everything is set up. They have to give cover to the roya because he's the one that's, that's fearing, he's the one that's controlling. Whereas the zakanim, it's not really the, zik- the, the nasi that's controlling, it's the people themselves that are controlling. So he says, the regular teva, that's comparable to the roya. The regular, when, but when it comes from HaKadosh Baruch who changes his actions according to the maisei of the tzaddikim, so that's comparable to a nasi, because the people that go in front of him, those, their actions are what makes him for a nasi. Well, the way they shtelt suit to him, that's what makes him for a nasi. So Yaakov and Zanivis, felt that they were able to control, through their maizim, they were able to control what HaKadosh Baruch Hu did. So it says, because they were the ones that made HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Through their actions, they were the ones that made HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But Yaakov and Azaniva said, but I, w- I work with HaKadosh Baruch Hu just like a shepherd. In other words, I went through the regular Maisei Tivis, I went through the regular channels, like a shepherd, he, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu controlled it. Both of these Maisei, it's not a machlekes between the two opinions, it's just two different Maisei, the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu feels developed. And that's why it says, Hamalach HaGoyal Oisi Mikol Ro. Yaakov, when he said Hamalach, for me, all I need is a Malach. I need a Malach to fear Zakdisha, or this one, this should go this way. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ba'atzmei, that I don't need. When he does it, through the actions, through a Mycenesis, through the actions of the Ovis, so then HaKadosh Baruch Hu Ba'atzmei has to do it. But when he does it through the regular Tiva, he could, Malach could do it, because all he has to do is Firzach, he doesn't have to control everything. And therefore he says that Ephraim and Menashe, for them to grow into the Shvatim that they needed to be, or that Klai Yisrael needed them to be, they needed different things. Ephraim needed the Mycenesis. If you look at the, came out, it says, V'zaro Yiyeh Hagoyim. That means that Yeshua, and Rashi says it was Yeshua, he was, he was, he took over Eretz Yisrael, he was Malami Torah to the Gans Klai Yisrael, he was able to change the Yerach. It was a Maisenisa, in other words, it was, a, it was a, a thing which is above normal that one person could change so much, so much, one person has such effect on Klai Yisrael. That was going to be Ephraim, what Ephraim needed to grow into, who he needed, that Shevet Ephraim needed to grow into who they could be for Klai Yisrael. Menashe, he says, is a regulativist. The way it came is gam hu yelo'om, vegam hu yigdo. Menashe needed to become an am first, and vegam hu yigdo, he needed to grow as an am. He needed to grow in echas, he needed to grow in numbers. And once he grew in numbers, then he'd be able to complete his tafkid and do what he needed to do for Kal Yisrael. So, this, and, the, and therefore, the right hand, the right hand is always a symbol of nisus. Right? So therefore, when he, when he took it, the, there was really no difference between Ephraim and Menashe. Yaakov was just given each one what was necessary for him to get. Ephraim needed derech nisus, so therefore the right hand, which is usually the symbol of the derech nisus, that had to go on Ephraim's hand, not because he was pushing aside Menashe, but because the, the, the way Ephraim was going to grow and become the shevet that Klai Yisrael needed for him to go, was he needed to work through derech nisus. Whereas Menashe, he needed to do Adar Chateva. It wasn't, a, then that's why it could be that he didn't switch them, he didn't switch the, the Ephraim and Menashe. He switched his hands, because they are where they're supposed to be. They're, they're where they're supposed to be. I have to give a different sushtel to each one. Right? That's the way it has to be. So it wasn't worried about Dovertia. Each one got what he needed. And he says, that's why 
a difference between a nisus and a maise teva is if it's nisus, it could work right away. The brach is chal right away. But when it comes to erech teva, you need to go through the proper channel. It's not happening right away. And that's why it says, He gave them both the same, uh, both the bracha, but it was bayoimahu. On that time, it was Ephraim before Menashe, because Ephraim needed the right hand and Menashe needed the left hand. But other than that, it wouldn't be like that. Once they came Klayisrael, once they became a Klayisrael needed, so then they wouldn't have to, he wouldn't have, it's not Muchach that Ephraim is, is better, says the Ma'at. And that's what comes out. So he's saying that it's not a stira, pushing one over the other. Each one is given, it's a two-step thing. This one is for this, what he needs, and this one really is. And that's the theme, of really, of all the brachas that you give, that uh, you give what the person himself, what the person himself needs. The actual machoikas between Yosef and, and Yaakov, I saw in a safe of Rechaim Kaufman, from Gates that he brings an interesting Divrei Yecheskel. He says, the Shiloh was like this. When a person goes through life and he's trying to work and to come closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, what comes first? Is it Sur Meira or Vaasei Toif? What comes first? So he says, Menashe, he brought a rise that Menashe, it says, Kinashani Elohim is Kol Amoli. Menashe was a symbol of Sur Meira. So Yosef held, how could you come and do mitzvahs? How could you come and do tefillah? How could you come and learn when you're, you're like a Toifel B'Sheretz B'Yodah? It's, it's not going to work. You have to do Sur Meira first, and then you can worry about an Asei Toif. So he said, no, Menashe has to come first. He wanted to tell Yaakov, no. He saw Yaakov switch the hands, Menashe has to come first. We have to do a Sur Meira. Ephraim is represented, he says, by Kirfrani Elikimber. It's only that he, it's, it's, it's positive, right? You'll multiply, you'll grow. It's Asei Toif. So Yaakov said, Yaakov Tain it was, Menashe, technically you're right. That it can't be like a toivel b'sheretz b'yodai, and how could you come and do mitzvahs when, you, when, you're, when you're in Tumah? But he says, that's for the tzaddikim. That's for the exclusive, the exclusive people that are able to reach that level. And, but the regular pshutei am, if they're going to be busy and start worrying about the sur meira, they're going to get stuck there. They're not going to move out. They're going to start saying, oh, how could I do this? I did this and this and this. And they're going to, and they're going to get involved and over there, and they're not going to be able to pull themselves. They're going to say, oh, how could I have done this? How could I have done that? They won't get the push that's needed to asay toiv. So therefore, Yaakov said, no, we have to put Ephraim. Ephraim, we have to do the asay toiv first. And that's where it is. By most, by, by, so he wanted to emphasize this point, that once you do the asay toiv, once you, you get involved, then hopefully, eventually, there'll be a Sur Meirah. There's a famous marshal from the Chovetz Chaim, that the Chovetz Chaim, there was a, a master that had a, a servant, and the servant would bring him water. And one time he brought him water from the well, and in the water there was a lot of dust and uh, sand. So the, the Balabas started screaming at him, what are you doing? Don't you know water? We have to get it cleaned. You've got to clean out the sand. You've got to filter it. You've got to get it going. Okay. Okay, thank you. And he learned his lesson. Comes along a couple days later, there was a fire and the place was burning down. And he screams to the, to the Meshamish over there, go ahead and bring water, bring water, bring water. And it's taking him longer than usual. So he says, what happened to you? Where did you go? By the time he came, it was like, uh, it, was, it was very late in the game. The fire was already uh, done. He says, what do you mean? I had to clean out the sand. I had to clean out the sand. I couldn't just bring the water. So he says, no, when there's a fire, when something is burning, when there's a fire, it doesn't matter what, what kind of water you bring. And that's the hardest same shot over here, that when, some, when something is going, you have a fire, there's a, there's a tremendous Yetzirah that burns a fire inside of us. You have to just go, whatever the mitzvah is, do the mitzvahs, okay? You're right, it won't be with the full, with the full toivel, it'll be a shtickle toivel of Sheretz it won't be with the Zichah Hadas and the Nekiah Hadas, that it won't be. But start doing it, start bring whatever comes, whatever we need at that particular point, and then that's the way, that was the machlekes between Yosef and Yaakov, that you should do 
first. Okay. All right. Okay. Shkuch.